Where did your faith come from? Who played a role in nurturing it? And when did it become your own? I love asking those questions because the answers that people give tell the story of their faith. And when you know the story of, the faith, of your faith, you can see the hand of God working in your life. And as you can see God's plan unfold in your life, the Bible tells the story of the unfolding of God's plan from creation through the fall and to redemption. We call this salvation history. We're in the second week of Advent and our message series called Presence, God with us. Matthew chapter one verse 23 says, behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And God's promise to be present, God's promise to be with us continues today. We're talking about how this promise is fulfilled in the Eucharist, and we're taking inspiration from a video series on Formed called Presence. For me, watching this series has helped bring me back to why I became a priest, and it's helping me see some aspects of our faith in a new light. I encourage you to check out the videos of the present series on Formed for yourself, and if you have a question how to do this, you can see Andrew after Mass. Also after Mass, we have these little business cards for you to take. These cards have our Christmas Mass schedule, but they're not for you. We want you to take them and invite a family member or friend to come to Christmas Mass with you, so you feel free to, to share those. And we're also looking for some more people to help us serve at Christmas, especially on our weekend, uh, our, our, our welcoming and greeting ministries, because we want to create a really incredible experience, especially for people for whom coming to Mass this Christmas might be the first time in a long time that they hear the proclamation of the good news. And also, at the Christmas Eve Masses, we are going to have a special surprise I guess I, that's it. I... <laughs> and finally, this is the third year that we've been doing our Advent mission drive to help brighten the Christmas of some people in need. Like in years past, we'll be supporting uh, the, the people in our community who need help through our local St. Vincent de Paul societies, as well as one of the poorest neighborhoods in Boston. So you can give on our website on the, uh, the, the giving page or in the marked boxes by the door. So thank you for helping to brighten the Christmas of someone in need. Salvation, of, salvation history, the unfolding of God's plan from creation through the fall and to redemption. And let me be clear, this includes every part of your life and mine because God is present through it all. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, but the pinnacle of creation was not the beauty of the earth, the multiplicity of the animals, or the vastness of the cosmos. The high point of creation was us. Male and female, he created them. In the garden, Adam and Eve experienced that closeness with God for which we all long. 
But they made a bad use of their freedom and they ate the fruit of the one tree from which they were forbidden to eat. And from this act of disobedience, sin and death entered the world and we got that inherited brokenness called original sin. And while this separated us from God, from the very beginning, God promised us a savior. All of the Old Testament tells us this story and we see a part of it unfold in Exodus. The book of Exodus tells the story of Moses leading the Israelites out of slavery in Egypt to the promised land. I'm sure you remember the the basic outline. Pharaoh was stubborn and so he wouldn't let the people go. So God sent 10 plagues and it was the last plague, the striking down of every firstborn male that finally changed Pharaoh's mind. In order to be protected from the angel of death, the Israelites were instructed to slaughter a lamb and to put some of its blood over their doorposts. And then seeing the blood, the angel of death would pass over their homes. And that same night, the Israelites were to eat the lamb as part of the Passover meal, along with wine and unleavened bread. And then the Passover meal was to be kept every year to make present the past, but also to look forward to God's ultimate saving work when the Savior would come. Now, let's think for a moment of the Last Supper where Jesus instituted the Eucharist. It looks a lot like a Passover meal. There's the bread, there's the wine, but what's missing? The lamb? No, the lamb's not missing because Jesus is the lamb. Jesus says, take, eat, this is my body. Take, drink, this is my blood. And then on the cross, his sacrifice is made complete so that we can be washed in his blood and then pass over from death to life. From creation through the fall to redemption. God the Father loves you so much that he sent his son to be born of the Virgin Mary and to offer his life and sacrifice of you so that you might be saved from your sins, be adopted as a member of his family, and then live forever. Our lives might from time to time feel random, but they are not random. From all eternity, God's plan has been for us to be together right now. It's not a coincidence, it's not a mistake. What's important is how you respond to the love, the knowledge, and the grace that God gives you. John the Baptist got that. That's why he went out and began to preach in the desert. And he said, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Whether you are ready for it or not, God is here. And whether you want to or not, God asks you to change. In the story of your life, redemption should lead to transformation. 
The Greek word for repentance is metanoia, and metanoia means a change of mind. But metanoia is more than just thinking about your life differently, because it should lead to a change of heart that turns you away from sin. Whether it's visible to others or not, all of us have sin. That is, we think, say, or do things that are against God's law and that separate us from him. These are the things that keep you from being the best version of yourself. These are the things that keep you from being all that you can be. These are the things that you hold on to, but really, they're the things that hold on to you. And repentance, that is, letting go of these things, it's not just once and done, it's ongoing. Now, hopefully, over time, these things get smaller and smaller, but because we're broken, things will always creep into your life, and sometimes these things will cause you to step off your path. Instead of going out to the desert of Judea for a symbolic washing in the Jordan River, you can go to confession, where Christ is present to cleanse your heart and to take all your guilt away. And just as God makes use of priests at Mass to speak the words of institution that consecrate the Eucharist, so God makes use of priests to hear confessions and to speak the words of absolution that impart forgiveness. As a person who goes to confession regularly and as a person who hears confessions regularly, I can tell you it is a privileged moment of grace that helps us change and grow. And when you receive God's forgiveness, you are not only strengthened against falling into those same sins again, you are made more ready to extend forgiveness to others. And the peace and the freedom that come with that, that is what we want for you. So, if you want to go to a confession, but you don't want to go to a confession that looks, to a priest that looks like me, <laughs> we will have a couple, well, a number of other outside visiting priests here for confession next Sunday at 1 p.m. And also during the Advent Night of Praise, um, when we worship the Blessed Sacrament, we'll sing songs, we'll pray in choir, we'll also have some outside priests available for confession, and that's on Wednesday, December 14th. Jesus' mission in coming from heaven to earth was to redeem us and then to bring us to the Father and himself. On the cross, Jesus fulfilled everything that the Old Testament was a preparation for. And as God has been present in every part of history, so God is present in every part of your life. And at each Mass, it's our new Passover. And we are present at Jesus' Last Supper his sacrifice on the cross, and his resurrection. In a few moments, when we hold up the Eucharist, we're going to say, behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. We're not gonna be talking about an animal who was sacrificed but the Lamb of God, Jesus himself, who offered himself on our behalf.
So when you receive Holy Communion, you receive Jesus. And your story becomes one with his story.